Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, we've got a job. Good. KZ Excellent. Catchphrase. And Mr. Feel. How does a non-binary samurai kill people? They slash them. Here on Gigaboots. <laughs> what exactly led into that tangent um, about game reviewers who see two similar things and can't tell the difference? Um, Was it Tokyo RPG Factory? <laughs> yeah, so it's not because yeah, it's actually in news. <laughs> and we were just we were just talking about like it looks similar enough. They think it's ki- Chrono Trigger. It literally is the I can't believe it's not butter of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it really is. And and they're talking about this. And I'm in the kitchen and I'm just like one of them goes, "Why can't why can't they tell the difference?" And I'm like, "Imagine you reviewed food, but your taste buds didn't work, so you're just feeling the texture and reviewing it based on that. God, that's what it's like. <laughs> because genuinely, I was so confused playing that game, hearing people compare it to Chrono Trigger. Because I'm like, it's it's really not. That was just in their marketing, you guys. They have the spin slash move. <laughs> that's the bar, dude. That is that is absolutely. The amount of people that went, it's just like Proto Trigger. He does the cyclone attack. <sighs> My favorite Chrono Trigger game, Beyond Oasis. <sighs> yeah, that's that's wrong. <laughs> oh man, Jesus, that's that's pretty dire. Um, you know, I'm okay with cheating news early because I actually didn't see this. Do we have Tokyo RPG Factory news? No, of course not. Oh, thank God. No, no, no we we're just bringing them up because we hate them. <laughs> Okay, okay. There's like a a 90% chance they're dead forever. Yeah, I I would say they've been quiet for long enough where I'm like, are they just done? Right? It's either that or... Like, they released released three games in three years and then went away for three years, so I think they're probably over. They're working on their (laughs) super game feel. (laughs) Yo, even Square's getting in on this super game shit. I'm so pumped. They're gonna advertise it. They're gonna be like, this is like Chrono Trigger if it was Destiny. (laughs) I'm going to shit my pants. What did you play? <laughs> Tokyo, Tokyo RPG Factory. Uh, we're, we're turning them into our NFT division. Oh, no! <laughs> they had it coming. They're like, don't worry. Our game's only streaming. I'm like, but streaming isn't viable. And then they go, ah. And they disappear and none of their games ever existed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Tokyo RPG Factory almost seems... What's the term? Nostalgic. Hey, remember halfway through 8th gen when they went, these guys are Chrono Trigger people. They love that game. This is that game. And I, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure any game with one biome and clipping piano sounds is literally incomparable to Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it was so cute. They announced that right next to the near Automata. I know. <laughs> Ooh. Did they? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> the, That was the 2015 E3 where it's like Tokyo RPG Factory, a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, uh, near. We're going to ruin Hitman. There are a lot of things going on at the time. We yeah, have- 2015 was also, wasn't that, wasn't 2015 also Final Fantasy VII Remake being announced? Yes, they just showed that trailer. So it was again, like, it was like the year of dreams and a nightmare. <laughs> Hey guys, we're very excited for Breath of the Wild. Later this year, we're going to have Mario Odyssey. And after that, Amiibo Festival? <laughs> that's our. That's what we're going to call our killer app of the show. Yeah, that's inspired by the very same greatness as uh, Mario Party. 
anyway, we played some video games. Uh, Spiff came down for the weekend, so we just played Gundam Warriors 2. Because Gundam Warriors 2 is great. It is a really good one. It's really enjoyable. The only problem with it is that it's so Universal Century based for all the story modes. So everyone else just sort of doesn't get real story. Yeah, it was frustrating boating up that other mode that's not that. And uh-huh. finding out that there's basically no story in it. It's just, yeah, do missions. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. Not great uh, that they give everyone else uh, the short end of the stick on the story, but it was really cool getting to do the Universal Century stuff, you know, just getting to see those those events through Zeta, original, double Zeta, Shark's counterattack, Shark being called out on being a pedophile. It was really good having yeah, multiple missions things. where there are countless lines of dialogue about that. That, the, the double. Well, Z- I mean, that's his core character trait. <laughs> I yes. know, but no one warned me for that. So I'm watching Char's counterattack, and finally they're putting him on blast for it after three full series. I'm just clapping. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to me. <laughs> and the fact they got the best lines from that, like that Lala soon was could have been a substitute mother to me. It's like, what is he going on about? <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing. In the gun, in the Universal Century, just because Amaro's sitting there, like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah, that's literally Amaro's response. He just goes, "What?" <laughs> Come this, again? This is while they're lighting up in an in the atmosphere. <laughs> there are so many layers of how good that moment is. Um, easily, easily a top top three moments of Gundam, and we watched. Uh, the remake movies, the original, we watched Zeta and Double Zeta and the original entirely and Shark's Counterattack. And that's just the best, funniest moment. Absolutely. A fun thing in Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2 uh-huh. is playing through Double Zeta's story, which ep- mission one skips 18 episodes. I think it was 22. 22 episodes. <laughs> it was up for debate whether it skipped 18. But as more details came out, I'm like, yeah, this is this is episode 20, I think. 2022. <laughs> they missed so much important content. Actually, it's funny. Anyone who remotely, like even partially likes Double Zeta was upset they skipped Moon Moon, which is fair. They should have absolutely had a Moon Moon mission. Yeah, that was one of the most interesting things in that whole set series. Yeah, for sure. And then it has three more missions, two of which are the last episode, <laughs> which is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they skipped about 20 episodes at a time until they got to the ending and then just did a few different missions based on that. Yeah, Gun- uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2 is really incredible. Um, I do remember liking one and three more. But three having some reason I didn't like it as much, but whether that's it's lacking a dub or something else, I can't remember. I think it has a dub, but we need we need to buy a copy and find out. Yeah, I think it's got a dub. I think that there might be something weird with the like. Maybe there isn't an official mode that has real story. And There's some other monkey's stuff. paw. Yeah, hanging out. And they, they never got back up to that level that the first one was of, yeah, there was a crossover story. So freaking Hiro Yui meets Master Asia. Yeah, <laughs> that just doesn't happen anymore. And that, that's kind of what people want, you know, right? That's that's unfortunate. Um, after that, they did uh, the Reborn, right? Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Yes, which I still have not put much time into. But that does not have a dub at all. Yeah, so I need I need to check that out. I haven't actually played it all that much just because I, I, I think it is a real bummer um, doing the Warriors games without a dub because you get live updates on what's happening across the entire field while you're trying to kill a shitload of people. Um. But yeah, so so that was really good to get to play that on stream. We've been wanting to do that for a while. We followed up that act with uh, doing more of that and Switch Sports. 
we had to switch sports tournaments with uh, me, Bob, uh, Spaceman Spiff, and Handsome Joe. <laughs> Handsome Joe re- regaining his his uh, claim to fame of guy who shows up for what is basically a Wii game. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I could not handle finishing my stream mm-hmm. and clicking in and saying, what's going on out there? Why is, it, is that Handsome Joe? <laughs> he's just in my house just randomly (laughs) he's like it's okay guys i've been practicing on a six-year-old boy and then there's a slight pause and he goes he's my son we were playing the game oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i'm dissolving uh but yeah this gives me an excuse to talk about switch sports uh the soccer mode's great i really love it just imagine nintendo sports aesthetic on what is blatantly rocket league but slower it's pretty fun, really great. I, I do want to do more online with that. I want to see if I can get proper online multiplayer going, you know, between multiple people. Uh, aside from that, a lot of this makes me wish I could go back and play Wii Sports Resort. Because mm-hmm. I did not sink nearly as much time into that as I did Wii Sports Original. Um, Digital Foundry did a really cool video about all the Wii Sports, including Switch Sports. Highly recommend that video, for sure. But yeah, I need to spend more time with Resports Resort, and uh, I need to do a lot of the online in uh, Switch Sports, because that's how you get cosmetics. You do the online uh, stuff, which is unfortunate, because it is a really good party game to play with people next yeah, it, yeah, it's weird that they lock it off to that. It's like, just have it be both. We're, we're just having yeah. fun playing this game. No. <laughs> that uh, bowling advanced mode is deranged. <laughs> oh yeah, have either of you seen the advanced bowling? I've seen some no. of the clown stuff in pre-release of like there, there's a line of there's a strip of land and the rest is a hole. Yeah, that actually is really really sober for a lot of what it does. We're talking walls that come up and go down on a timer, walls that shift ah. across it, moving platforms in a bowling alley. Ooh. It's really funny because, of course, since there are walls that keep erecting on a schedule, multiple times people just threw the ball and it hit it and started rolling back slowly. <laughs> it's such an oh awful feeling. Oh, my God. Feeling. There's, like, ramps and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, no, there's just a void. You have to hit the ramp and shoot over it. Yeah, it's really, just really it. enjoyable. It was good. But then the last uh, frame, it's like, okay, normal bowling. And I'm like, no, my advantage on Handsome Joe. <laughs> Who's good at normal bowling? <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then and then handsome joke is three strikes and rinses you. Uh well Bob did do that at one point. Handsome Joe did that too, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Somebody got th- <laughs> somebody got a turkey in the final frame, which we made jokes about, and then they did it. Yeah, I think that was Joe and then I did it later or something like that. God. God. Mean spit for like okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe at one point did a four strikes in a row. I don't remember the name I had for that. Yeah. It's like, God. Yeah, it was messed up. It was messed up. I should have, you know, I should have expected Joe to just be really good at bowling. He had this really cool secret technique for the sword game, though. It's called flailing wildly because you don't need to strategize in the least if you just keep attacking at random angles. He basically, it was the equivalent of him grabbing the wrist strap and just spinning it. <laughs> It was that well, it's bad. Like, People uh, once in a while. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Ichigo's strat against Gene Caria. Like, if I don't leave an opening, you can never attack. <laughs> That's very <laughs> smart, actually. Actually, yeah. 
Oh, hey, that uh, that episode of Trucking Bleach comes out for non-patrons later this week. Very cool. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> they, too, finally get to escape the Baldark. Finally. <laughs> finally. We'll all be free. <laughs> Cox gun. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, Switch Sports really enjoyable for 40 bucks. I, I think it's great that it's 40 bucks. However, that soccer game's so good, they should have made that a free-to-play game. They should have made that a free-to-play game with some sort of battle pass or something because it's just... It's a really enjoyable time, and I think it's really unfortunate that there are a number of people who will never get to try it because, you know, there's a $40 entrance fee for this collection of sports games. Yeah, it's weird. It feels like this whole thing probably could have been a free-to-play, sort of just updated as they go sort of thing. Because already you launched without all the content, clearly, because there's literally think, fields on the map that's like, oh, that'll be the, the golf. They don't have the golf in yet. Yeah, the golf <laughs> comes in in fall. What, what is with Nintendo and sports? I don't know. It's not even a developer-specific thing anymore. It's just sports. <laughs> I have no idea what's <laughs> with them. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's... um. I'm I'm looking forward to them adding golf. I need to play more of that game because man, it's really enjoyable. Um, then after that, the next stream we did, we needed to clear out our list of Mega Man X games we haven't beaten on stream. That doesn't mean haven't beaten or haven't beaten on the channel. It means we haven't beaten them on stream. So we beat Mega Man X Eight. That game sure has six out of ten level design the whole way. Yeah, there's, it feels like there's only two actual levels in that game, and the rest is just slop. <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, that was not exciting and not worth talking about, I don't think. Uh, however, we also beat Mega Man Extreme 1 on the Game Boy Color. Something I did not realize about that game, the reason the damage is completely unhinged, is because you're supposed to get the armor capsule, which halves the damage you take. Kind I- of a big deal. <laughs> Like, you're watching three Mega Man fanatics in this stream just get bodied by Chill Penguin, of all people. Yeah, Chill Penguin kills you in three hits. Or two, I can't <laughs> I think remember. It, I think it was two or three, yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> His contact damage is five lines. It's And your health bar is barely anything. It's like, this is insane. This is, like, terrible. Uh, but since we're us and we don't really go, this game's bad, we will now switch to another game. Uh, we stuck with it, and then we found out, oh, the buster just makes you do double damage, and the armor makes you take half damage. You don't know defeat. The game the game makes sense now. <laughs> what is wrong with them? And then the game's like, well, you beat me. Beat me again for the other half of content. Okay, you beat me again for the other half of content. Now you can beat me again for a normal Mega Man game. Where you get to select from the eight Mavericks at the beginning. Sorry, Marvericks. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you gotta be accurate. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought the game was neat once I got the armor. If I ever play that game again, that is the first thing I'm doing. I'm just gonna go get the boots, go get the armor capsules, and weirdly enough, Storm Eagle is just a total jobber in this version. So, that would be the first guy Always kind of is. Uh, yeah, but when Chill Penguin does five lines of contact damage, the power gap between them is like, I don't know, Raditz and Super Saiyan Goku. It's <laughs> <laughs> The damage they do doesn't matter if you don't get hit. Uh, here's, the, here's the problem. You're on the Game Boy Color, so you're fighting Chill Penguin inside of a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get hit. <laughs> I wear a jacket. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for that. 
Uh, we also played more Pokemon Days. It was great going through third gen, doing some Alpha Sapphire. Uh, something weird happened, though, this week. Because Spiff's there and Spiff's a professional, right? We always have a lot going on with Pokemon Days. Spiff basically played it for us the entire stream. Yeah. And I was <laughs> that like, made I, fe- it so much easier. I feel so cheated. I want to go back and play it again. But then they'll ask us to draw more things. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a series where we played Pokemon sanely. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Dan. The internet doesn't want that. They want this insanity we offer. So what I'm saying is maybe uh, in the distant future, just maybe there's a revisit to Hoenn. I don't know. I feel really robbed by this part of Pokemon Days. It's okay. We just, then we'll do the Omega Ruby. Oh, okay. Not not the originals? Oh, I guess we could do the originals. I haven't done that. That'd yeah, be you, you could get to look at that and do Emerald. And we could do it on the Mister, so it's easy. Ooh, that sounds great. Right? Yeah, but uh, this, this is weird coming from me, though. I've already beaten third gen twice before this playthrough, but even still, I was just like part one of the Hoenn playthrough is the least productive an episode of Pokemon Days has ever been on a playthrough side ever. <laughs> and then part two is four gym badges? <laughs> More than that, I think. Oh, no, no way. I think he got us up to six or seven. Okay, I thought he got us to seven, but maybe it was only six. I think it's six, um, yeah. But uh, it's okay, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Because we get Wally uh, is voiced by Tosh. That is true. <laughs> Wally voiced by Tosh is an absolute oh. delight, and everyone was losing it. <laughs> Our speech pattern degrades more and more every time <laughs> Wally shows up. More and more consonants are turning into W's. Yeah, so it's like I can't even understand oh, what no, you're saying. Oh, no, now I just know what it is. She, she's like trying oh, to say God. you, and she goes, what you? And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> just weast. <laughs> Yes, Wally. <laughs> or as I call him, Shawwet. Shawwet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Shawwet Core. Absolutely. I was like, hey, guess what character Tosh likes in Trials of Mana? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, that was that was a great episode of Pokemon Days. Absolutely insane. Uh, aside from that, I didn't really play anything else this week. Didn't, didn't really have time. We streamed four days in a row. Yeah. And I have to edit podcasts and do the podcast prep. All sorts of other stuff. I didn't even do mood uh, meal prep this week. Uh, it's been the first time in a while where I'm like, I guess I'm eating ramen. Huh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. Bob, did you play anything else? Um, Yeah, I did get the chance to play something. You sound very jazzed about it. So Auden Chronicles Rising came out no, this week. Don't I also played the no, damn don't it. Open with before, that tone. No. Before I even get to the game. Uh-huh. There's a whole weird way this rolled out. So backers, apparently, if I had signed up for their backer store two months ago, I could have gotten a discounted version. Something I had no idea would be there. A what? A discounted version of this game. Because they they aren't going to give this game away to backers. They just won't do that. Okay. Only the game pass. Only the game pass, which I have to... You you think that they'd get that that feels like like a spit in the face to... People who backed it, but whatever. 505 don't give a shit. No, no. They're like, fuck you. We bought this shit. Now it's getting exploited. Fuck everybody who paid for it. That's pretty much always their MO. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to the Discord uh, for Aoden to ask, okay, I missed this. Is there any way that you guys can help me? And they're like, look, we don't... A lot of people did order it actually didn't even get codes. (laughs) So 
you know, they don't get the plate either. God. <laughs> um, but the people in Discord literally are like, they all have staff in their title. And every one of them would basically said, uh, you should probably just buy it full price to support the developer. And when asked, they also said, oh, yeah, we don't work for the publisher or the developer. So it's like, who the heck are you guys? Yeah, wait, who what? are you? Yeah, like a mystery. You're labeled staff. You're clearly just a moderator here. And it sounds like you don't actually work for anyone. That's weird because that's a 505 games thing, right? Uh, I assume they set up the, the it, Discord, but I'm not sure. Well, yeah, that's the thing. All the other ones are set up by 505. They have 505 staff in them. Right? Indivisible did. Bloodstained did. And they even, like, they link this through the tweets and stuff to, like, if you have issues, go here. What? Yeah. So that's why I'm, like, baffled by the response I got. Yeah, that's insane. Um, what? No, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. You don't understand. I don't work for any of these companies. I'm just here to groom teenagers. Oh, that's understand. Wait, what? And a Barbera <laughs> winking double take sound. <laughs> also, just to be asking this, I got random dudes from the Discord coming in to defend them, uh, screwing people. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> shit. It's the modern internet. Yeah, I know. It's like God. Why it, do you guys? Kick, it's a Kickstarter game, and any problem with it has to be not real or else or else my, my fifi hurt it's like you sure no, not this, my is, fifi. You, you, this is on you you should have read every email that even though they did a whole year of just spoiling the game through those emails and not having any useful information you should have read all of those in hopes it's to like, find come this on. i'm like i've seen them in my inbox they sent like 27 of them come on yeah they're like twice a month i'm not reading all of them they need to actually communicate this <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, so I just ended up playing it on Game Pass. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, great. We have, well, we have like, one more month of that. Yeah. I'm going to get... You know what? While you talk about this, I'm going to go to Xbox.com and find out exactly how long we have left. Great. Um, but this is a 2D Metroidvania-like game, but the structure is... You're in a town. Go out the town, kill stuff, and come back to the town with stuff to complete quests. I played about an hour of it. it literally, I don't know if you played any more field, but everything I played was go to this one forest and walk one more screen forward before you have to go back. Oh my god! Uh, I pl- I played I played I played further than you. Um, it's still doing that to me. It seems like it at some point in the near future for me. Hopefully, it will stop. I, I might be at the end because I got the ability to break big rocks. Okay. So it might be just and, and and now more and now the side quest board has opened. So it might be that I'll get even 30 minutes of just running around before it's like do a do a terribly localized dialogue scene. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say this uh, to every any localizer listening to this. Um uh, not not to not to not to you know puff myself up, but uh, I'm in the top three percent of English speakers in terms of vocabulary, if not higher. Ooh. Uh, the last time I checked, it was top three percent. So if you're if one of your characters is repeatedly using an adjective I've never heard of, <laughs> consider maybe you're doing your job wrong. What is the adjective? Just gets uh, rapacious. What? what is oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, and it's some teenage girl saying it too, so it's like this is insane. <laughs> well, it's it's not just a teenage girl because the, the the mayor of this town is greedy, so everybody calls them rapacious. And I'm like, I've never fucking heard that word before, and I read books constantly. It's it, like 
What did they say in Japanese that made you pick that word? It, it honestly reminded me a lot of um back in high school before like fan subbing groups were were super big, uh, and like before Crunchyroll even existed, mm-hmm. e- even as a piracy site. Yeah, which we by have, the way is how they started. We have two days um, short of a month left. <laughs> it ends good June to know. 10th. It ends right before E3. Uh, but uh, like it reminds me how you would get those really terrible like um. Chinese machine translated into English subtitles. Mm-hmm. You oh, could yeah, pick up on yeah. like Kazaa or whatever. And how like one kept like one these one one piece subs kept using the word gregarious, which means to, which means to talk a lot. Gregarious. Yeah, gregarious. So yeah. it's like you you like you shouldn't be reminding me of this. And that's when Sasuke said to Naruto, Wow, Naruto, you're very erudite. <laughs> <laughs> that is fan subs for you. It's curse words and words that no one should use ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's curse words, slurs, and words. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, no yeah, one absolute, ever actually absolute. uses. Yeah, right. These aren't these. This isn't the fan sub territory. Like people are saying, this is the the weird machine translated territory. But of, mostly of like Chinese it's fine. DVDs. So it just it it just feels like they had a bad editor, right? <sighs> yeah, as far as the way the game plays itself, it's it seems okay. I was surprised that it has contact damage when you run into a dude's because it doesn't feel like a game that would because the enemy sprites in your sprite are pretty big. So uh, you have a dash move to get behind them to attack them from the rear. It's like I, they're so big. Like I usually dash behind them and still in them slightly and get hit. <laughs> um, yeah, and how much else to say? I, I Maybe I'll go back if I ever get the, a discounted version for PlayStation because I it's going to have stuff that transfers over to the main game, but it's going to do that only on PlayStation or only on Xbox. And I don't have any use for that for an Xbox version. Yeah. Cause you, you don't even have a series X. You have a one X, right? Yeah. One X, um, which the load times are pretty bad, which, you know, to point out to people who may still be confused this many years later, that's the last gen one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, people still make that mistake. I think I saw someone do that last week. Um, yeah. It run it runs well on the one X surprisingly. I'd fucking hope. <laughs> I'm not used to it. I'm really not. After uh, God, Tunic, I played the other week. Oh, yeah, but this is a 2D game with mostly sprites, even if they're like weird stitched together limbs of sprites. Yeah, they're very battle uh, Gundam Battle Assault Core, but humans, so it's yes. very strange. Yes, yeah, that's, that's weird on humans. Um, <laughs> So it's like the Inuyasha fighter on PS1 if anyone played that. Holy I, shit. I really hope this picks up because it's it seems like it has a good foundation where it's like, no, you can upgrade all the facilities in town and also you have a a, a, a house in town. So all the shit that's dropping from everything. By the way, bosses respawn because they also have drops. Um, So it, I could see this being really cool and making me want to do every single thing in it if they stop going... Go go one screen further, then come back. Yeah, I, I had the same opinion of like I the combat's not great, but this these systems seem cool. It's just weird that it's been nonstop talk or yeah, go back to town, talk to dudes. Ugh. Yeah, I've been look I've been looking at footage and it actually does look better than I was expecting it was going to when they hit that goal that they were going to make a side scrolling side game. Like I was expecting something uh, even more rough ish. 
Yeah, you expect something like really low quality or at least, yeah. you know, a, a huge step down, like, say, Bloodstained, the anti-crates one, <laughs> where it doesn't... Hey, Curse of the Moon. Yeah, Curse of the Moon, where it's obviously way cheaper looking than the main game, whereas this looks yeah. like it uses assets from the main game. Meanwhile, I would, yeah. I would ever play Curse of the Moon, and what you just described sounded terrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Visually, it's it's way better than expected. Hmm. Structure-wise, no. <laughs> Way worse. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> mainly kind of like, I'm kind of looking at visuals and some some of the combat, like some of the specials and stuff. I'm like, this looks okay. My expectations for we made a stretch goal to make an entirely other video game is this is going to be the worst thing in the world because it's just some extra that no one necessarily asked for. Yeah, the bar is real low. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say about it, Phil? Nope. Bob, did you play anything else? Not really, no. I still have that NES game that I've been wanting to play, and yesterday I was filled with despair as I went, there's no time. <sighs> Maybe next week. KZ, what you been playing? Uh, First, this is tangen- tangentially related to games. I read all of Reggie fils book this week, uh, Disrupting the Game, which, which came out... Uh, which came out last week, I guess. Because because I was interested in what, like, anecdotes or stories he might have, because it covers, like, his entire career, including the 15 years he was over at um over at Nintendo. Uh, but it doesn't cover Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's a real question. Okay, good. It, it, covers, it covers the entire... I, I only thought he just did Pizza Hut. I didn't know he was also, like, he worked for Crisco uh, in VH1. and uh, Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think like the Panda Express, <laughs> you know, back before back before they moved on to like actually having stores that and places that weren't just in malls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting getting getting like perspective stuff on that. Like it it opens with like uh, Awada's death and him him dealing with that, and then transitions to uh, the start of his life. You know, getting his education and moving on to certain places. What I what I like when it comes to like some of the business stuff in uh, the Nintendo part of his of his career is he describes moments where he um where he had disagreements because he thought that those were you know more interesting to include than just things where they just agreed about everything and there's a nice mix of even when they failed there were a couple of times where it's like he could see the writing on the wall like the 3ds thing where he talked about how he wanted it to be priced lower and they just said no we're we're not going to price that lower at all. And they're like, and it came out and it was bad. But my favorite part is in the Wii U section, as far as I can remember through reading it, he offers no solution there. It was just a lost cause. <laughs> like, it's like nothing could be avoided here. It just We were just set in hell. We just went to hell. Yeah. Yeah, there's certain, certain things can't be saved. Like, yeah. they could have had a better name, but that's even that wouldn't have saved it. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when they were talking about launching the Wii, or the Revolution... He was pushing really hard for Wii Sports to be the pack-in, which uh, made made Miyamoto go, what are you, an idiot? We sell our, our, our games. They're very hard to make. It's hard to make such high-quality stuff. So, And he's like, I'll compromise with you. We made this build in response to you wanting a pack-in. This is called Wii Play. It was that other one they put out. And the other person who worked uh, directly with Reggie said, what if you... What if we don't put We Play in 
the Wii at all, and we just sell it with a Wiimote. And then that just apparently made Miyamoto more pissed. <laughs> Where he's just like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you're, you're ruining everything. <laughs> and then they're like, their only compromise is Wii Sports is a pack-in for the West only. And that was the only way to get them to actually fold on that decision. It was a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of mix of re- uh, good stories and stuff like that. He gets to talk about how he was working at like the, the BH1 offices when 9-11 happened. And just his experience as an executive uh, being told that you need to help get people out of the building now. And just the experience of trying to escape that city at the time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize the BH1 just... office was in New York. Yeah, that kind of changes the context there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where that happened, and they talked about how they worked with multiple other companies to do like the um, like the musical performances, like six weeks after the event happened to raise money. And how they're like, this is the most impossible thing we've ever done is getting people to actually get this done that quickly. But there, it was a very easy read. I, I definitely in, enjoyed seeing his uh, his perspective um, on on various different different things i also watched it in an interview that greg miller did about his book and they asked the question what is a game that didn't do well that you feel like should have and you expected to and he said metroid other (laughs) hand and his reasoning was the reason it didn't resonate with people is it took took you too long to get to gameplay it was too slow at the start if it was faster we would have really like nailed it as he described their meetings of trying to figure out why it didn't sell at all. <laughs> so, so that story about Wii Sports, mm-hmm. uh huh. This just makes me think that well, this just proves that Nintendo has a fucking track record of being opposed to the pack-in that makes their thing successful. Yes, yeah. Because Nintendo didn't want to pack it, pack in Tetris with the Game Boy. Hank Rogers, who uh, made fucking Black Onyx. And got Nintendo the distribution rights to Tetris was like, no, do Tetris. Yeah, you'll sell a million more Game Boys if you do Tetris. Because guess, guess what? Guess what? Moms and parents and office workers will buy it to play Tetris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Where they're like, here's our compromise. We made a game that isn't worth full price called We Play. We'll put that in there. And they're like, no, no, we don't like that either. <laughs> They're like, the games on Wii Sports are so much higher rent. We need that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was a really interesting book I, I recommended. There's a lot of really, really decent stuff that's not even related to video games in there. You got to basically get through the first half to go through the other parts of his uh, career when he was like working for bicycle companies. Because he, he went in and out of companies like every two years. It's kind of crazy. Uh, aside from that... Uh... Oh yeah, I played I played the new Kirby game. I played Kirby in the Forgotten Land finally. I did that um right after we did the last podcast, so I did a death stream of that. And I came out of it just really floored at how good that game is. Um where it's like last year we had Metroid Dread for the Metroid franchise being really good, and this one we got this insane 3D Kirby that is um way better than I expected. It's probably my favorite one of these, just from the fact the soundtrack's incredible. Um, the entire, like, last stretch, I think, is just really good. I feel like if a game, like, ends strong with a nice set piece, I tend to, I tend to view it a bit more highly. And because it's, like, a a new big 3D game, I expected it to be a little less content-filled, because it's, like, a new thing they're 
they're going for, but no, it had everything I expected, like a nice post-game, plenty of arena content in it, which is really nice. And just all the new systems, like you can upgrade your powers and uh, various things like that, and all the power-specific challenge rooms they put in are pretty pretty crafty with some hard-to-beat hard par times and stuff like that. I just came out, like, really impressed. Like, this is a... I think a high tier like game of the year contender. Like they did a fantastic job with the with this Kirby game. I I kind of regret putting it off for so long because I was like, man, this this is like re really really solid. Uh, yeah, that's all I played this week. Uh, feel what did you play? Uh, I played that thing we already talked about. Unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> And 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 then I played, I played RE4 because I was like, it's been it's been, it's been long <laughs> it's enough. It's time to watch Char's counterattack. <laughs> yes, I was about to reference that exact thing. Or if I don't, much like how Travis Touchdown becomes physically ill if he doesn't watch Char's counterattack often enough, I become physically ill if I don't play Resident Evil 4 often enough. Um, I may need to start playing that game on professional. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you've done it like 13 times or That's something. It. Let me do the math. No, I've done, I think it. I've done it 13 times since we've started this podcast. Yeah, I was, I was like, that, yeah. Game, yeah, that, game that, came out, that game came out something like 17 years ago, and you've played it once a year since, basically. Twice, <laughs> I'd say. I think twice <laughs> Yeah, it's important. Well, soon you'll get that remake, uh, and then it'll be, you'll be able to do both of them every year. Ooh. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's that's a once a quarter playthrough. He does two of one and two of the other. Splits them up, alternates. Uh, you know. I I decide I decided to uh, not. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, once again, I f- sections of the game I forgot. <laughs> no matter even how now. many times I play it, even now it's like what the wait, Egyptian so this, cave? Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I always forget where it is. Yeah, I understand <laughs> yeah, that. Can, yeah, there's no logical progression into a lot of these new zones. <laughs> it just happens. Uh, also, 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 like if they're looking for shit to cut, cut, cut the hedge maze with the dogs. We don't need that. Nobody needs that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, that is actually one of the one of the not great things. Um, I decided. You know what? I'm not going to run from any enemies when the game obviously wants you to run. Like you know, uh, when you're taking. You know, right before the castle where the truck comes down the hill and you shoot the truck and then a bunch of guys spawn, you're obviously supposed to run from them mm-hmm. and get the, uh, I was like, what if I just stay and kill them okay. and you kill them and they're just dead. There's like seven of them, but I'm like, I'll just throw a grenade and then t- take out the shotgun and we'll solve this problem. Uh, all tension is dissolved. I may now slowly walk up to the castle. <laughs> uh, other than that, I haven't done anything except play Genshin Impact still. Uh, I, I, since since I don't have anything to do really until uh, the next area comes out, which should probably be in a couple months. Maybe a month, maybe two. I think the last one was July? Yeah, I know. They, they said they were doing one on. a year. Yeah, they had to delay because of COVID. Because they had like, China does it. China's like, oh, we take this seriously. So, um, everything stops for two weeks until until we're back to zero. Oh, we take this seriously too, which means um, some of the employees at some of the places have to wear the mask some of the time. <laughs> so serious. So I'm just like I'm just like I'm gonna get every character I have to their fifth ascension so I can get the free thing. 
Yeah, I saw you doing that. I was like, oh my god, I that, <laughs> this makes me feel better about the amount of Genshin I play. <laughs> yeah, that that is a good thing. You two coupling up on that game. <laughs> yep. It's like okay, I have half of the characters that of what Feel has at level ninety. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a lot of characters at level ninety. Jesus, perhaps perhaps far too many. <laughs> now I now I now I have to look it up. Like how many do I actually have? Because <laughs> I because I'm curious. Uh, let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I have eighteen characters at level ninety. <sighs> That's I think that's over three times what I got at level 90. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. I, I also 11 of them are five star characters. Jesus. God. Uh, but that's all I played. Okay. Pod Lords. Cool. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, that's right. The Pod Lords. Pod Lords such as. E. Lee Broyles. Bethesda delays? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Ella bits be upon ye. Red Blaze 27. Juice of Frost. Suzu Shiro. Emperor Zero. Shibuya Gato. Horde alt reality cold steel localization that just turns juices into a brony. What is this working? Desi- think, uh, what is this working designs? <laughs> uh, one, one that one, one. He's like in the equestrian club. So, <laughs> the equi- yeah, the, uh, I, I think that's the right God, word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two, two. He's voiced by Ben Diskin. So, oh, mm, oh, hmm. <laughs> mm, mm, there is a town in Texas with a population of 13,000. Its name is Borger. <laughs> 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF, Spider-Man. Welcome to the Hoenny region. The most sexy place with the most sexy people and even more sexy Pokemon. Population 69, 69, 69. <sighs> I don't know. Next, ne- next, the next gen is Gen Four, and that has Lopunny in it. Everyone needs to stop. I was hoping he was going to say Cynthia, and then there was the last minute turn. Yeah, no, there was no turn. It no, straight into that wall. No, I didn't. Yeah, don't really have a bit this week, but everyone should go watch Ya Boy Kong Min. Easily the sleeper hit anime of the season. We didn't watch that. We watched something else. <laughs> I've heard good buzz. We'll find out next week. <laughs> DFW 3K. I don't know why anyone's surprised about the Sony news. We all knew he only cared about things up to and a few months after release. <laughs> Fuck him. Every single time that motherfucker opens his mouth, it's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> it's heard. It's always trouble. It's never good. Spending $150 per month across two podcast networks to let everyone know I have bad taste. <laughs> is that yeah, Tabasco? Tabasco is, yes. Tabasco is pretty mid. Yeah, Tabasco is incredibly mid at most. But that, yeah, he picked, he picked the there's a reason there's character. A, there's a reason there's a bottle on every table at Denny's. Yep. <laughs> there totally is. Kristen. 
Denmamu video games. I've come to bargain. <laughs> Benedict Cumberdoink. Mm-hmm. Raido Kuzenoha and Nocturne Figma pre-order waiting room? Char's daily life is amazing, actually. <laughs> See, I, I, I love, I love that. <laughs> the, the, the thing I love most about the, the, the Char slander is that if you, if you ask Tomino, is Char a pedophile? He'd say, yeah. He wouldn't even, he wouldn't, there wouldn't be a moment of hesitation. <laughs> no Nor would he game. color the answer at all. Just be like, yeah. Yeah, of course, he grooms. Duh. Kyle Bjork. Fuck, Lord, the Opod. What? <laughs> uh. Moe. BN12. Iron Aggro. Blig de Blue. Schlig de Poo. That time in Final Fantasy XIV, Ishtola told a guy his dick was small. <laughs> Good. <laughs> top top ten moments in that game for sure. Monster Hunter, Ryzen, and Raiden. Them. <laughs> Look at those fuck guys. Are those? those are old Yu-Gi-Oh fucking things. Oh, they're like penguins with, with the god cards and with the god cards and blue eyes, white drag. That's a really specific type of merch. Jordan. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Cruise preparing to fight Drake over the 17 year old <laughs> he is the storm <laughs> I'm gonna get in my plane now Cooper Tank hmm I don't remember this in Neon Genesis Evangelion Let, let's go just found out Humble Video Games composer Motoi Sakuraba made a prog rock album named Gikyoku So shit, that's gonna come out wrong in the 90s, and damn it's good. I'm gonna try that one more time. Gikyoku Onso? Yeah, there we I go. I think it would be Gikyoku Gikyoku Onso? I don't know, I need to see how it breaks Gerald. apart phonetically. AG's Bird Facts. This is a cock of the rock. Yo! <laughs> there was a lot of go, go over. So, check out Pokemondays for all of it. There was a lot to go over. There we go. That, that's what they meant to say. So, check out Pokemondays for all of it. Hashtag LGBT pride. No, it you was pretty good. Me, we, we, you we get, threw me through time. That was rough. Hmm. I just remember in seventh grade Spanish class, they made us do... Uh, a, a project where we had to present based on various countries in the world and one girl came up and said there they have a bird called the cock of the rock and that entire class did not survive yeah that's fair that teacher, that teacher was pissed <laughs> it's a pretty cool bird we got a lot After of bird facts on Pokemon minutes. days that's good <laughs> yes actually uh, Apple Gothic you should actually look into making a TikTok or a YouTube <laughs> channel that just does shorts <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, really we were should. talking about that earlier. Make some bank. Yeah, seriously. I would subscribe. This Hulk redesign for Avengers is pretty sus. Maybe if we make him white, he'll fit in another game. <laughs> Stop. 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 Oh! Why is this Hulk so ugly? Drive type cam. <laughs> Brandon Hanabarger. Mitzi, Indigo Sykes. Ladies, did you know that Mephistone can be prescribed in advance of need? 
Whoa. Weast? Why? Why you said weast? No, the two cardinal the two cardinal directions are weast and webst. Thank you. The raccoon studio head digging through the trash to make shitty content. Let's go. King Frost Hero, my son has been very unfunny with his car he ho, so as punishment, he's reading all tomorrow's ho. Huh. So, still asking, uh, do, do you know where the Supreme Court justices sleep at night? Ask him for a friend. Just, just ask him for a friend. I don't know why Podlords keep putting whitest kids you know sketches into <laughs> our Podlords yeah. and nothing else. <laughs> Felonious Bolus. But, uh. Yeah, that's the correct reaction. Beer barm. Brain fried from work. No funi today. Oh. Spy family. <laughs> <laughs> we had to, in the middle of Gundam Warriors 2, bring up the comparison image of Haman Karn and all iterations of Haman Karn. <laughs> yeah, if Haman Karn looked like Anya, Shar wouldn't have dumped her. Get us out! <laughs> uh, KZ, if you could, if you could cut this in though, just to distract from what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> A bonus. Yeah, no, that, that, that's amazing. How my card is that, the strongest design. Anyways, banana Nutella pizza. Mm. Uh, uh. Isn't, isn't that what Doug makes in that one episode of Doug? It might yes. be. Oh my god. It might be. Ark Seaside is enjoying his new job delivering baked goods. I'm here to I'm bread here you. I'm here to bread you. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is back, baby. He's <laughs> a dinosaur. All right. It, yeah, I think it's one of the new Monhun monsters they confirmed is coming back. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they dropped a they dropped a lot. I didn't put it in news. They dropped another live stream. They're they're putting more monsters in Monster Hunter. Nice. Lane's World 25. Continued. Would you believe that I can wipe the Elite 4 with two Rattata? Yes. Sorry, Lean. The sharpest pine cone has returned. Yes! <laughs> People were so excited. Oh no. I'm gonna need to see the original model and see how close it is to a pine cone. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that monster's supposed to like shoot out its scales that are made of knives mm -hmm. and it just causes a bleed stats. <laughs> Yikes. And take the money, Dan. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank, thank you, pod thank lords. You, thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you. And if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreoncom podcast. For as little as five dollars a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review podcast. We just finished the Bount arc; it has scarred us permanently. We will never truly recover from the damage the Bount arc did to us. Uh, extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonition premonitions. When those shows force us to leave ideas on the cutting room floor and a patron exclusive show one per month where you get to vote on what good or heinous thing we have to watch and then exhaustively talk about. 
That's uh, patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to spread the word. And if you don't have anybody to spread the word to, uh, j- just get some spray paint and pick a wall. Patreon.com slash gbpodcast. I found a new <laughs> type of person to pity. Um, you know, there's probably people in Cas- uh, California who have um, watched all of the Bound Arc. I think that's pretty reasonable, right? Anyone here would entertain that there, there's probably some people out statistically, there. Yeah. Statistically, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so some of them may work fast food, right? I think that's possible. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. the extreme PTSD they would go through as Troy Baker pulls into their drive-thru and he's like, actually, I'm going to need to change my order. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, we got news. <laughs> uh, Google's burying the body. <laughs> the dedicated what? gaming tab for Stadia is being removed on the Google Play Store in favor of promoting their new earbuds. Jesus. <laughs> That's the tier we're at, guys. They buried the whole thing to be like, hey, check out our earbuds. Earbud- One year. E- earbuds make money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a percent. It would be fun to <sighs> see how many how many Google products we outlive as a podcast. Ooh. That would be pretty I think good. we're at like four <laughs> or something. Who knows? It's up there. Yeah. But yeah, how embarrassing to replace an entire gaming tab where Stadia was the focus with earbuds. Like one of these segments makes money. The other does not. <laughs> Oh, man, that's absurd. Anyways, wait a second. Oh, my God. What's up? Oh, my God. (laughs) Guys, guess what section they stuck it under now? Movies? What? Uh, feel, guess. Something with, like, home tech, like, smart home shit. Yes, they stuck stuck (laughs) Google Stadia under smart home. You know, oh my god! I'd like to believe other companies would see this whole <laughs> section of Google uh-huh. crash into a wall spectacularly and be like, "We don't need to do that." I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> if there's one thing I've known Microsoft to do is watch someone else crash their car into a fucking wall and go, "Well, we're built different." <laughs> yes, we are infinite money's even more infinite than theirs. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are like, "What's your counter to their streaming?" And Sony's like, "We, we've ha- we have streaming. You don't actually care. <laughs> no one does. We have, we've been over this. <laughs> we have numbers on this. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> you you don't care. We made it nine years ago. <laughs> yeah, you don't care. You continue to not care. Shut the fuck up." Oh man. Anyways, that's 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 great watching them bury the body live. Um Yeah. I got some good news right before I fell asleep this morning. That's okay. the time of day you're supposed to do that. 505 Games is doing a spring game showcase one day after Big Think this Big Think goes up. Uh, it's May 17th. They're going to talk about some games we know about and a couple of surprises. So that could be Bloodstained Ritual and I2 which development has been confirmed on. It could be AUDIN updates. It could be a brand new thing we don't even know about. Very cool. Yeah, 505 seems to keep ending up doing cool stuff. Uh, I want to temper expectations, though. There are a bunch of people praying that somehow they wrench the rights to Indivisible out of Lab Zero's hands. I don't think that's possible, but maybe. I mean, they could just, they could, they could give Mike, they could unfortunately give Mike Z money. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that's always on the table. Yeah, if they could negotiate that, they would quickly rise in my esteem. 
They really would. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. If you wrench all the data, all the things people already made for the game that's sitting at Lab Zero and the, got the rights to that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Like the finished things that are on those hard drives. Yeah. There's too much. There's just too much. Anyway, um, and then I only have one other thing for news. Uh, Redfall and Starfield were delayed out of 2022. Uh, literally had a the conversation about it nine hours before they announced it. And I'm like, yeah, that shit's getting delayed. It, was, it wasn't even slightly out. It was sometime in the first half of 2023. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to nail anything down. No. The, yeah. the, the yeah. fact that they were ever pretending that Redfall was shipping this year, I think they originally, I, I read it was supposed to be summer of this year. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. what they were we've saying. Never, we've never... We've never seen that game. They showed us a CG trailer. Yeah, it's been the most... A year ago. This has been the most absurd Microsoft coming up to the final line saying, there's definitely a game over there. And I'm like, no, there... No, there isn't. (laughs) Yeah, we were having that conversation and you're like, it'd be fucked up if I... You're like, I'd be pissed if they delayed Redfall out of this year. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like they, they need it to come out this year even if it's a little bit later maybe do a beta otherwise it'll be embarrassing and uh nine hours late i wake up and go come on come the fuck on man i mean like i don't i i I legitimately don't understand how you could ever believe them on redfall at least starfield they just haven't fucking made anything in forever so maybe maybe they're maybe they're further along than we thought thank god though because if that game had shipped the on the release date like it would have broken the bethesda spell it It, it would be over yeah and that's the thing i was kind of excited to see if you can break the bethesda spell i still think it's going towards that honestly you think it ships in the first half of next year and it's still just a broken pile of trash because i mean that's what cyberpunk was right i think it's gonna ship broken but even more than that like i don't think this is gonna grab the audience that that, like skyrims and elder scrolls do well it, it hasn't it hasn't like they haven't shown us like Scott, like Fallout. Fallout has the fucking, um, like the retro futurism thing. It has the parodying 50s pop culture and 50s advertising thing. You know, it's post apocalyptic. It has all these memorable enemies and memorable, like, mm-hmm. visuals, like the power armor. Right. And Nuka Cola and all that. And, and Skyrim has, like, like Elder Scrolls has a lot of memorable stuff because, uh, what is that? What is that? Kirk. I forget his full name. Oh, Michael Kirkbride. Like Michael Kirkbride did a bunch of LSD and then wrote all the lore for Morrowind, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which carried which carried over into even a little bit into Oblivion and Skyrim. But yeah, and 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 and, and like there's there it's a cool fantasy game. But this seems to be like very slightly in the future space game. Yeah, it seems just really really plain sci-fi. And I think sci-fi alone is already a big enough jump for a lot of the Elder Scrolls people where oh, they yeah. won't even go over it all. 100%. And that it doesn't have its, a more fantastical take on it makes it be like, you aren't getting anybody new either. I mean, we still haven't seen the game. They could show it at their, uh, at their, at Microsoft's thing and be, and we'll be like, oh, they actually showed the game. It has, it has an aesthetic and anything it's going for at all. Uh, let, let me put it this way. Okay. Uh-huh bereft of the context that bethesda is making this the only the level of excitement the stuff they've shown comes in at as insane and as sad as this sounds it's literally imagine the original no man's sky trailer but you don't leave the planet (laughs) you go nowhere (laughs) i mean they showed it they showed a two minute trailer 
of of a counter with yeah. a sandwich and a gun on it uh-huh. and, and some books. Yeah. So it's like if anybody other than Bethesda had been showing this and if they had if we didn't already know it was the open world thing, like interest would be through the floor. Yeah, yeah, it has the same level of impact as the abandoned thing of a dude walking across a wooden floor. Yeah, so like th- this these two games were the only games cuz me and KZ we had this conversation back in February. Where we I'm did. like KZ, Xbox doesn't have any games this year other than Starfield. And he goes, Redfall. And I'm like, oh my god, I, <laughs> I forgot because that, that ETA is a fucking lie. Like, right? I forgot that was supposed to be this year. Yeah. Because we I, hadn't seen any of it. When when KZ at that point said that it was this year, I was like, there's no way they announced that, right? <laughs> Bob's, like, Bob's like, clearly we misremember. And then it's like, Just no, it's a, it says summer 2022. So now that these two are delayed out of 2022, guys, Microsoft shipped no games on Xbox this year. Just just you wait. Okay, we're going to see that show. <laughs> that show's going to come out. There's going to be seven secret games that are all dated for this year. Yeah, that, yeah seven, c- seven CG trailers. <laughs> seven CG trailers. Three of them won't be canceled before the next time we see them. It's okay. We'll get a Battletoads 2 this year, and that's it. No, no, here's the thing. You don't actually see it coming, do you? But I see it clear as fucking day. Okay. Double fine. They're going to ship a thing. There's no way. They shipped this thing last year. They can't do that. Yeah, they shipped the thing last year. They're they're double fine. They'll ship a second Matroshka doll game. That's true. They'll be one of those like $12 games. Dude, they said said that's what they're interested in. I know. They already have teams working on it, no doubt. It, It. it's it assuming Phil didn't say no. We didn't we didn't buy you so you could make shit like that. And then he's like, oh, go make maybe go I'll make sh- Psychonauts three. <laughs> <laughs> I think there would never be a more obvious oh monkey's paw moment than they announced fucking Psychonauts three in the next year and a half. You know what? You know what? Psychonauts two was fine. It was it was a gr- it was a great game for Game Pass. <sighs> I'm excited for the so Nightmare I, so Before I could Christmas see them. 3. <laughs> I'm sure they could do three, a third one. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I think I think a secret Double Fine game that's really small is announced at E3. Maybe it even ships by the end of the year, but man, this is troubling. This is even worse than I thought it was two years ago. God, they I was bought, like, they bought I was all like, Bethesda still have nothing. It's insane. Yeah, which is why they're trying to buy Activision. <laughs> still trying how many months has this been eight yeah didn't they announce that in november or something i thought it was october did call of duty ship before or after that's the way we can tell does anyone remember if call of duty ship i feel like call of duty ship before we knew okay so then that would have been a november thing Mm. this is a long time yeah it is complicated anyway this sucks yeah. When 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 I talk about this and I'm like, can you imagine a year Nintendo did this? People were like, remember that time that Wii U was terminal and they shipped Amiibo Festival? And I'm like, hey, that's a game. They shipped Amiibo Festival and the tennis game. Those are two games. I feel like even during like, that, that was just the one half of the year and the other half had stuff. Yeah, I feel like the first quarter of that year had something, but I can't remember what. Right. It's been, I'd have to go look at the dates. Right. But that's yeah, sad I, when I, you your brand new console that's on year two is being compared to the Wii U on its deathbed. Yeah, the Wii U well, yeah, the Switch is no uh, no open uh, secret. Oh yeah. And everyone no. knows that yeah, they aren't gonna release anything for this because Switch is coming out in two months. <laughs> yeah. But that whole I, year everyone knew the Switch was a thing. 
except for we knew it as the NX. Uh huh. It's it's starting to break for the average person. Where I listen to people's reactions, going, "Man, every year I always think one day Microsoft will have a dope year, and it just keeps getting pushed back." I'm like, "That's me. That's always been me." Or it's like 2016. Oh, don't worry, they're just waiting. Once once that one X comes out, it's gonna explode. <laughs> It's been six years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes they'll put out a big stray game uh, here or there, but nothing with a cadence that would make me want to own their system beyond their back compat. Yeah, this is insane because if I'm, maybe I'm forgetting, guys. We're, we're on year two of their system. Yeah. Sony has a number of quality of titles on their system. Microsoft yeah. has their highest quality titles. What, Forza? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the highest quality title in two Infinite. years. Jesus. And mm-hmm. my, t- did they ever ship Microsoft Flight Simulator for they consoles? Did, they did get that ported to the series consoles after they announced it basically for the One X. Okay. Or the, the, they that, announced it for something? Xbox before they announced the series consoles. <laughs> that was not great. But yes, I think that's nuts. I think this is insane. I knew they had a content problem. Like, that's mm-hmm. what happens when you don't greenlight new games and have studios you have great relationships with and a good track record. Because, you know, everyone says it like it's a negative, but it is true. You are as good as your last game you shipped, right? So, because gaming is a complicated. It's not like movies. You have to slowly build up to what your next game is. That's why you see studios get into similar types of games that they do over time. So when every single Microsoft studio that was left alive basically didn't ship games or shipped really, really weird small things or outsourced entirely, like Crackdown, it's like, yeah, they have a serious problem. And I thought them spending, it's been four, five years of them buying studios, right? Something like that. We're either at year uh, four or year five. Uh, that- let me see, because I think, I, think, I think Double Fine was like the very first one they announced. Yeah, it's, it's early on. That was either 2017 so, uh, or 2018, I think. Even before that, wasn't they bought the 2019? The, 2019. Uh, it was okay. 20, they started in 2019. They they bought those uh, smaller studios that worked on um God, what's that zombie? State of Decay, and I think that was a few years before the yeah uh, Undead Labs. But it's like, oh yeah, it was. It God, Obsidian was in 2018. So yeah, yeah. yeah so was, so 2018 is when it really years. hit it, and it's like after four years of this, I feel like they still haven't solve their content problem which is nuts like i just i can't imagine a world where nintendo or sony just goes we didn't really have much we didn't ship a game for this entire year because the worst case scenario everyone could come up with the worst example was that year from nintendo with the wii u it was like yeah that console was on its deathbed and they still shipped two games those two games were not great they really weren't but they shipped something major they shipped something major the last year of the wii u i wish i could remember yeah, I feel like the first quarter that year had something, but I can't remember what. Anyways, this is nuts. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they shipped uh they shipped uh, Star Fox Zero, they shipped Paper Mario Color Splash, they shipped uh a couple other night uh, they shipped Twilight Princess HD, which is something. I'm gonna they ship Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh okay, okay, come on. That's they actually ship good. Pokin? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they ship yeah, Oh Pokin, my god, yeah. they ship Pokin. Yeah, there were still games coming out. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all of those like they're, they're kind of mid. Riddle. But, no, so so please, we just we, we can't I can't I can't deal with the worst Wii U year it has been better than either Xbox year so okay, far. Okay, let's 
real quick, I'm going to say something, and this is going to send the internet into tizzy. And I don't, okay, want, cool. I don't want opinions from anyone who hasn't played through both of these games. Okay, sure. I'm about to say it. <laughs> it's Thursday. Will he say it? Um, <laughs> I'm about to say it. <sighs> Star Fox Zero is better than Halo Infinite. As a fan of both franchises, Halo Infinite upset me so much more. I mean, Star Fox doesn't isn't a spit in the face of the fans on a story level. That helps. That always helps. And you get to see Corneria in a new fidelity that actually looks really nice, and some of the battles are really neat. Right. Are there bad parts of that game? Absolutely. Are there things weighing it down? Yeah, it sucks. They easily could have remade <laughs> it for the Switch, and it would have been a great title. But Miyamoto... <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> infinite wisdom. <laughs> I, swear to, I swear to God, you have a franchise where it's just the same game over and over. All you had to do... Yeah, <laughs> is make HD sixty four and then you would sell. Yeah, uh, well, you wouldn't sell like it's on the Wii U, but you probably break two mil. But yeah, you port that to the <laughs> Switch and you do great. Yeah, you port that to the Switch and then you then you make like nine mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the best selling Sports Star Fox ever, but nah, no. <laughs> uh, instead, uh, it's uh, just uh, weighed to the Wii U, sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> looked out at the Wii U uh, gamepad. Can can. When when does Star Fox get its Metroid Dread? I don't know! I'm so upset! Star Fox is... There's so much potential in both F-Zero and Star Fox, especially Star Fox. And every time, Nintendo just doesn't know what to do with it. And I'm like, look, guys, you lucked out with Mercury Steam. I don't think there's going to be some bitch who comes into your life and makes Star Fox make sense to you. Okay. <laughs> You need to figure it out. You need to sober up. You need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> they need they need to give Star Fox to some like other other developer bad. Because 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 clearly they don't know what to do with it. How figured out how to make 3D Kirby. Yeah. The first like, try. Even, the first try they redefined their franchise. So many things have been like arisen from the Phoenix. Like the fucking Phoenix, this gen Star Fox is just dead in the ground beating. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It sucks really bad. I'm like, come, come, come on. But at the oh, same, Lord, I just want to. I want a cool Star Fox game so bad. At the same time, playing through that Star Fox game, there were any neat modements. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So that's 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 where I'm coming from. As someone who both yeah, likes Star not, Fox I'm not and as... Halo, I I just I'm not. I'm not as down on Halo Infinite as these guys, but I'm like, yeah, there's like I I see no reason why anybody would want to play this over one, two, three, or Reach. Yeah, yeah. For me, if the if the multiplayer was wholly put together and made sense and had a great amount of content that was both new and you know fan service like retro, you know, like most Metroids or sorry, most Halos where they're just like, hey, here's our Blood Gulch. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you, here's our blank. You usually have a good mix of old and new maps and a decent number of maps instead of it's like almost no maps. Maybe ship your Halo game with fucking Team Deathmatch. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. Maybe, it, maybe, maybe ship your Halo campaign with the ability to play other levels again. Maybe, maybe ship your Halo campaign. You know, Halo, known for its co op so much that you made it four player in the prior game with co op. They're working on it. So, so yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I was more upset by Halo Infinite. Was it a foregone conclusion that it was going to be troubled because of the development of it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I still think you could turn 
Star Fox Zero into a good game. Anyways, this is this is real tangent. Let's uh, yep. Let's head over to let's do KC's news. Okay. Uh, first up, this this came out like as we're recording a uh, new trailer for King of Fighters 15's DLC for Team Southtown. Uh, it's coming May 17th. But that's that's got all the boomer businessmen in it. I don't know King of Fighters. I just know that they're cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got geese. Oh. We got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here, Casey, I'll explain Geese Howard to you. Geese Howard was a was a crime lord uh, who learned who learned super karate, and now he's like the second strongest person in the on the planet. I think it's super aikido. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, super aikido, super aikido, because he's like does throws and counters and shit. So he learned super I, aikido, and now supernatural beings empowered by like the a uh, yam a uh, Yamato no Orochi, and she's like, I'm not gonna fight him. That's Geese Howard. <laughs> Oh my god! My super hard. Uh, KZ, the the last Fatal Fury movie, the anime one. Geese's entire role in it is standing in a forest flexing, and then he does his super and destroys the entire forest. That's his entire role in the movie. That's really cool. All I knew about him is that I I think he's the one that falls off a building. <laughs> yeah, Terry keeps throwing him off buildings, uh, and he's like, no, I, no, obviously that didn't kill me. In fact, in King of Fighters 14, he meets Terry Bogart and is like, oh, you're the only person here who isn't pathetic because you because you threw me off a building. <laughs> I think he literally says, finally, someone with some spunk. <laughs> well, yeah, we got that dropping uh, next week. Uh, aside from that, we got a uh, we got some updates on things launching at, at, at times because of like financial reports and whatnot. <laughs> coming out <laughs> i'm sorry i'm Sometimes, just i saw your next bullet of news and i'm like god this big thing the the the, the uh Qu- cliff notes version is microsoft announces they're not shipping games capcom announces they are shipping games ea announces they are shipping games <laughs> <laughs> that that last one fucked up dude yeah <laughs> but we'll get into it capcom Capcom is launching multiple major new titles by March 31st of 2023. Uh, the drought seemingly uh, ending. It's been three. It's been three. It's been three years since DMC five. Dragon's Dogma two. Dragon's Dogma two. Two. Dragon's Dogma two. I want to believe, but I feel like it's too soon. <laughs> also, maybe Pragmata because because it's been two years. Yeah, I think that's supposed to come out next year. Yeah, they did announce yeah. 2023. I, I assumed it'd be what, later in there, but hey, who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Capcom Capcom really likes early year drops, I feel like. Like most of the rest yeah, of the and then they have come, come out they, in between I that. think, like, has there been like a major Capcom release in the back half of a year? I'm trying to think if there's been one recently. All I can think of is the re-release like, of uh, Devil May Cry 5, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like the closest is RE8, which was like june yeah that That was like april actually it was like april for for that one uh, i thought they delayed it maybe i'm misremembering yeah yeah it's somewhere in there i feel like the latest stuff is like some of the monster hunter stuff has been like may or june like like this um like this expansion which are very much just entire fucking games uh that's coming out like at the end of june i feel like that's the latest they've been going recently i i I bet we I, I think we could see uh RE4 remake because they was supposed to be this year and they pushed it back. So maybe they didn't have to push it back as far as we thought. So it could be like January, like uh RE7 was. 
I, I also wouldn't be shocked if they're insane and they're like, we need to get this out before the next Capcom season comes out. Street Fighter 6 is just out before March. That's they're possible. Oh, God, please no. Because that's what happened <laughs> five, where it's like their season starts around February ish, so the game has. To yeah, and then that. and then and and then the game, and then they're like, uh, "There's no content in this game," and then Pokenout sold it. And also, it was unplayable for several days. Maybe, maybe we'll get that new Mega Man thing. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Rockman yeah, Tyson, maybe. right? Rockman Tyson Chicken. No, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for more Capcom stuff. Yeah, always. Please. They're they're We're, basically my favorite dev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're in the they're in the top chunk for me. Yeah, like please feed me. Yeah, I'm like it's let's see them Sony. That's that's kind of I'm trying to think of who else is in my top Cap, three. Capcom is Capcom is definitely. Yeah, thinking about it, like Capcom's definitely the publisher I trust most in the industry right now because they drop a game and I'm like this is an eight nine or a ten. Even yeah. Sony, which has a pretty great track record, their games don't usually go above eight for me. They they hit eight, they hit seven or eight really, really consistently. Yeah, but they're, they're, I'm trying to think of like a, a big first party Sony game. I'm like, that's a ten, and I, I can't. I really, I really like Spider Man. I really enjoy Spider Man and Ratchet. Those those games are fantastic. Yeah, and I like did, there's like the, the their best ones are Spider Man, Ratchet, and God of War. Basically probably. everything Insomniac made. Yeah, God of War was shockingly good, uh, twenty eighteen. And uh, you know, though it's though it's it's been a while, I enjoyed it Uncharted Four when it came <laughs> out. Uh, bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, recently Capcom in recent years, Capcom hasn't really put out too many published too many like stinkers aside from maybe this emulation isn't perfect on this collection or something like that or, yeah i, I th feel like the weakest thing they've done recently for major stuff has been resident evil 8 but I, that, that yeah. jived with some people yeah it jived with yeah, plenty no. of people yeah yeah that game was perfectly been, fun I was yeah that game was Ghost fine except for mercenaries mode yeah, yeah. ghosts and goblins yeah. is terrible and so is mercenary mode <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I know they both share a a thing of uh, this on its own would be a two yeah yeah but yeah, you know, by and large, Capcom's good. But I, I think we can all accept one of the major new titles by March 31st has to be Resident Evil Reverse. We're no. going have that grand re-reveal. Re if Reverse <laughs> beats Redfall to the market, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> no! Okay, next story. The race is on. Yep, the race <laughs> is on. EA is also launching um, a major IP and remake in early 2023. Well, we know what one of those is. Uh, yeah, we, let, it, let me it, figure this out. Both. That's Skate 4 and Skate 4. <laughs> uh, yes, it's Skate 4 and Skate 4 or uh, the next Jedi game and, and Dead Space. <laughs> yeah. Be because literally every single insider is just like, I mean, the Jedi game got pushed. It's just coming out early next year. And I'm like, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, that's fine. Better than my terrifying thought of it just be like, yeah, they're uh, th that's usually when Dragon Age games launched, so they're just going to completely, <laughs> they're just going to drop Dragon Age Four like fucking with a wet thud. <sighs> Not yet. I feel like they now have uh, somewhat of an understanding of we shouldn't do that. We're known to do that. No, they don't. Dragon Age Four. <laughs> Dragon Absolutely Age 4, do not. Dragon Age Four comes out the same week as Starfield, and every review goes, well, at least it's better than Starfield. <sighs> I, don't, I want them to be a little humbled by what happened to Battlefield. Yeah, that would be nice, right? But you, God, I mean, they did. I mean, maybe they learned because they're like, we're not doing a show this year because all our shit is too early in development to have a show. 
I still think this Dead Space <laughs> thing is going to be terrible when it launches on the early January or sorry in January. Yeah, I'm I'm they, really They better have their shit together. There's a 4K version of that game on Series X. What the fuck are they going to do? Crowby Cat will strike them all dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking Dr. Manhattan thing. Here's our remake. It'll be it'll it'll be ball. like what he did what he did to Dead Rising 4 where it's like here's every single way Dead Rising is simpler and less impressive than Dead Rising 1. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, you have the news down there that says literally remakes coming uh, January twenty seventh, huh? Yeah, so they did. They did another live stream update, put out the, and also had the new release date for January twenty seventh, which is good. I played through all of them in preparation to see how that uh, how that remake would turn out. See if they could, you know, uh, fix those games. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, every time they show it, it looks really dire. So hopefully. They turn that around. I'm sure we'll see something in the summer. Maybe, maybe, maybe they have a real trailer that's actually was like what they intend to be yeah. final game like footage a full, in yeah, it. Yeah, like a full ass trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something that isn't like showing you the work in progress stuff that never ends up looking good. Yeah. Uh, next up, Naoki Yoshida confirmed the next Final Fantasy 16 trailer is already done and will be released soon. They said unforeseen things have delayed it. Which I just assume is meaning the Sony, the, show, the, hasn't the Sony yet. show got pushed off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figure it's worth commenting on here because the rumors are swir- swirling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people believe separating the Western studios and this trailer getting delayed might have to do something with the Sony acquisition of Square Enix. Yeah, I saw that immediately. People, um, they're they're selling off the Western stuff because it because it sucked ass I, and it makes them look cuter if it, for a for for being yeah. sold if they don't exist anymore. Like they're they're Sony, I, they wouldn't need fucking Tomb Raider, sadly. But I don't know. That sounds so. That sounds so much like Microsoft broke our brains, so now we think everything is a buyout. Um, Sony has an insane amount of money earmarked for acquisitions for the rest of this year, leading up to March of next year. They actually put out the exact number. I didn't memorize it because I'm not a console fanboy psychopath. Like I don't want to sit <laughs> What's here. The war chest, Dan? Uh, exactly. I, I, right? I don't want to. I don't want to even enter the discussion with those people. Like, so, I, I, Square Enix owns so much random shit, though. Like if we heard, yeah, they're getting rid of their their manga magazines that they make because because uh, Square Enix make, publishes the magazine that uh. That Full Metal Alchemist was in, yeah. for example. Yeah, no, they, yeah. or like, like they're getting rid of their they're getting rid of their real estate investments. Like that's the or, sort of thing where because they have that. Like mm-hmm. Sony has tons of distribution for anime stuff, so it wouldn't be too surprising if they just took oh, that on. That's onto, right. They own fucking yeah. They, unlike Sony Mi- owns uh, anime. Now. Uh, unlike Microsoft, Sony actually does have a huge amount of investments in similar markets to Square, because you know Japanese companies. Yeah, and but, it wasn't uh, it wasn't just random people saying this because of stuff like this that lined up it was also insider info from various different parts of the industry yeah and not yeah. jeff grubb like they were specifically out, i heard this from oh, not shit. jeff grubb yeah they they heard it from not <laughs> jeff grubb and then my- jeff grubb also <laughs> said it so that that killed me i just took off my glasses and went real shit huh <laughs> yeah so th- that, no. not jeff grubb we live in a world where this is a possibility right um sony certainly makes enough exclusive timed exclusivity deals with Square, where this sort of thing would make sense, like I mean, I don't for think them, Final Fantasy remake or Seven remake still isn't on Xbox. It's still only on. I mean, God, which is insane. That's another. That's another part of like 
Why would they? They're already basically exclusive to them. What would they, they do have to, to fuck pay, Nintendo over? They have to pay millions of dollars every time they're exclusive to them. Like, that ain't free. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just the shit isn't going to sell on Xbox. Don't port it. Yeah, it's it's still, it's this thing where nothing would change for us except we get less things because there might, you know, they'll be like, no, you don't make anything for Switch anymore. Everything tends to be exclusive anyway. The you, MMO, you, for, for, Final Fantasy fourteen hasn't even come to Xbox and they keep like dodging the answer as to why it's not on Xbox. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I was going to say though, <laughs> because they don't want to talk about how that would get them uh, 200 sales. <laughs> I, I was going to say, though, there's this there's a slight possibility because of the, how the Bungie acquisition went that yeah. they might just be OK with switch stuff at Square. Right. Because yeah, it, it could be yeah. exactly like it could be exactly like the Bungie thing again. But what I, I hope not. I, I hate corporate consolidation. It's bad for everybody. Yeah. yeah, of course. Please stop cheering it on psychopaths. Yeah, that that route of they they are just like. We want to make the money off the things you make, but you can still put things on Switch, just never Xbox or whatever it is. That's the best case scenario of a scenario I don't want to happen. So it's like, no, there's no reason for, for it to for it to happen at all. Yeah, I mean, the only time an acquisition of a company is good is where they're financially troubled and the tech or money from the larger company can really help them elevate what they're doing. I don't think that would happen at all with Square. But hey, who knows? Maybe we get a Kingdom Hearts game as expensive as a Sony first-party title, and that would be pretty fucking hilarious to see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because because as is the last one they put out, I'm like, man, this is oh, I've never seen so much money in this franchise before. I can't imagine it getting higher. Yeah, but I don't I don't see that as a possibility. The yeah. acquisition does yeah, really. seem. It does seem possible. I just thought I would bring it up because there were a number of leaks from different ends of the industry and Jeff Grubb. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I saw that stuff the last time when we covered like uh, when we covered the the entire like selling of the Western studios, but I abstained from I just didn't yeah. want to approach it because I couldn't see if there's any anything going on. There's, there. The only the, the only way I'd want this to happen is if they were struggling really bad. Yeah. And I had to start sweating. But yeah, another being, sold, being acquired is better than death most of yeah. the time. Most of the time. Uh, one last layer we didn't bring up. Uh, Sony delayed their fiscals uh, a long time, uh, which is really strange. Mm. Normally, the only reason you do that is because you're going to make a large decision that would delay it. So that's oh, why yeah. there's yeah, that's why there's a number of factors that kind of imply maybe this is happening. But who knows? Anyways, we yeah, can maybe, we can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, when these things happen, they just come out of thin air for us. Like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember any like warning signs of yeah. Xbox just has Activision now. That that type of stuff just kind of just hits you in the Phil, head. In the morning. Phil Phil said he was going to f- fix their plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> it, in a way, it didn't really happen fast at all. So it hasn't happened yet. But that's. <laughs> I I do wonder if that still goes through if they're just like no it doesn't matter that they're in the news every single week for for with with something Uh, let me me be clear there's a really high chance that Microsoft would never back down and only legally being barred from buying them would stop them so yeah that is absolutely possible feel but it just still goes through in uh we got some actual really cool news Mm mm-hmm the 2001 build of Duke Nukem Forever was leaked. 
uh, and the leaker was going to be posting the the full source code of it in June, and I've seen people playing it. Oh yeah, no, it's already out. Yeah, yeah, they were fucking with people when they announced it for June. They they put it up the next day. Ah, okay. uh, so so I haven't played it. I have watched a lot of footage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, George Brizard. He really, he really saw a video of a Half-Life 2 seesaw puzzle, and it snapped his brain, and he had to throw out an entire video game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, everything I saw with that, I'm like, this looks dumb. Where's the catch here? See, the funny thing is Duke Nukem 3D wasn't so amazing itself that it was like the absolute cutting edge of the industry in 3D games. So it's absurd to be like, well, Duke Nukem forever news to be. It's like, no, just make a game. Like, if they... like. If they had finished this game and just shipped it, we would be living in probably a very different timeline where Duke Nukem would, might still be relevant. And yet, we might be in one where it's more relevant than that one because they would have made so many bad Duke Nukem games that it would be less they sure relevant. made a lot of bad ones before it petered out. Yeah. But, I mean, you know... Yeah, who, who Randy knows? Randy Pitchford might- no longer solely holds the reins to this <laughs> franchise because he has a boss now. So maybe somebody will be like, why don't we have 3D Realms finish this? And then I'll be like, thank you. I will put this next to the three other finished versions of this that fans made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for KZ News. Uh, Goodbye. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Let's go to Bob. Sure. Bob. Do you want me to cover the indie world thing first? No. Okay. (laughs) Top bear. Um, really weird announcement this morning. Mm. Criterion Games and Codemasters Cheshire are mm. integrating. And they worded it in this way. They said they are forming one Criterion studio with two location hubs. Uh, so They'll, since they both work on racing sort of tech, uh-huh. um, they're both just working on the same game, but from two different locations, because why would they relocate everyone? Because you won't be able to maintain, you retain the talent if you try. Right. Um, this, honestly, I think it's kind of good news because former Evolution Studio people are at Codemasters Cheshire. Right. And it's, so um, it's Motorstorm devs. And this is them working on the new Need for Speed. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, this seemed like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fine. Um, it was just mm-hmm. weird in such a strange way. So I, it sounds like they're just going to be going forward under the Criterion Games for the two studios. When I looked it up, Criterion's only 44 people. I was yeah, like, because they uh, haven't fucking made a game in forever. Yeah. So I was like, I guess you really do need uh, more people than that to make a Need for Speed game. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after they uh, after, after they ripped the last Need for Speed devs just out of that franchise and said criterion fixed this i'm glad that they're trying to build a super team here to to like really revitalize that franchise just like battlefield that is also currently dead yeah yeah has really got it's work cut out for it yeah um we also heard more about multiverses they're going to have a close well, real, real quick, Bob, up, because that name sucks. Yes. What is multiverses? Multiverses is the new DC slash everything WB owns fighting game with, with Shaggy. Smash Bros. With Shaggy. <laughs> and Sponge Shaggy, Wait. who has a meme moveset. Yes. Which um, is fantastic. Yeah, so I'm trying to think what other things are in there. But yeah, it's it's all the DC characters. It's Shaggy. 
We got, yeah, we got, got like fucking Batman, universe. Superman. We've got Jake the Finn and Dog the Human. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Game of Game of Thrones woman. So is this everything that's on HBO Max? Am I thinking about this right? I think so. <laughs> Have we gotten a <laughs> yeah, Mortal exactly. Kombat character yet? Not yet, but it feels like inevitable. It really does. <laughs> Get over here if that's yeah. okay with you. Yes. Yeah, Scorpion's going to be in this for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they open up this video being like, yeah, we haven't said anything like six months. We're going to do a closed alpha next week. So the week this comes out. Yeah. So it starts the day after this comes out or two days after this comes out. Thursday. And um, yeah, they're also going to show up at Evo and do a like weird 32 team tournament there, which, you know, they do this once in a while where it's just like this is obviously to promote a game, not really something that matters. But hey, it's a cool thing to see. Yeah. Yeah, that made people got like a, it. It's got a hundred thousand dollar prize pool at least. Yeah, that's something. That's that's a good way to get people in the door. Um, hopefully we see more about like open betas and stuff. I'm gonna still sign up for this closed beta and hope they get in. Hopefully they let people talk about it because last time they didn't. Yeah, these, they didn't let anybody say anything. Yeah, yeah. I think this one you're going to be able to. So here's hoping. Yeah, they showed a full match. Uh, it was like 17 minutes or so of video. Mm-hmm. It looks oh neat. yeah, I forgot Tom and, J- Tom and Jerry's in this. Yes. I, <laughs> I I'm still not sold on this two t- or mechanic where it's two versus two. You talking about you don't like ice climbers? <laughs> no, not that because that's one person controlling two characters. This is literally oh, you have to form a team with someone and you have to wor- you work on your teamwork instead of like self improvement. So we'll see how that goes. It sounds like you can still play it one or like yeah. a free for all, but it seems like the game is very much toned to turned to like built around being two v two. Yeah, they they wanted that also. One one thing that's slightly different from like like a smash. I kind of like how your your damage percents are just below your model at all times. Yeah, the arrow follows you around with your damage percent on it, so that's neat. I was like, okay. Yeah, that- yeah, that way you always... It's much easier for the eye to, like, track, like, how you're doing. Um, I'm glad they showed, like, full match gameplay that was, like, it's full speed. Because their earlier stuff, like, was slowing it down. Yeah, they were playing it, like, half so, speed so, 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 so you could see all the stuff. Yeah, so now now it actually... You can kind of get an idea for its pace, and it looks fun enough. I like when Shaggy does a super tan charge up and then shows a big sandwich. It's yeah. fancy. <laughs> big sandwich. <laughs> yes. Um... So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really excited to see everything else that shows up at Evo. Who knows? It could be anything. Uh, yeah. And the last thing I got other than the indie world stuff is a... Uh, the Nindy world stuff. <laughs> yes. Nintendo Indie World or Nindy World. Whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, is <laughs> Nindy's nuts. <laughs> Solstice got a release time. We talked about this a while ago. It's... I assumed it was going to be a Souls-like. You play as like a character very much looks like a guts from berserk but is a girl Mm -hmm. and they showed gameplay and they put a fall release date on it for this year the gameplay actually looks more like it's trying to be a double may cry (laughs) okay that's yeah i was very shocked yeah there's like uh on the fly weapon switching it's all very quick there's mid-air combos um diamond values seem reasonable So it's not Souls like, even though you would kind of expect it to be with that name. With that name, where it's Soul Stis. Yes. But huh. they, they, they put out like 11 minutes of gameplay of this. You can go check it out, see if it's something you'd be interested in. Cool. 
Uh, we have some late breaking news. Oh, yeah? I figured I'd throw this ahead of Nintendo Indies because anything goes. Um, Dust Golem, a person you should never trust on performance of games, but maybe should trust on leaks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, has posted <laughs> pictures from the development build of the Silent Hill game from 2020. Yeah. Yeah, these pics are from 22 years ago. But that game's supposedly still in development and may look different now. But yeah, the, we have some images of how the game actually looks. Weird. Various different things about it. And, yeah. And this is this is the 2020 thing, which means you know the, the those one devs were still working on the medium, so you don't have to worry that it's them. <laughs> they could be doing both. They could have been doing both. Who knows? Mm. You know, multiple game to development is normal. I don't know what size their studio is there because they they yeah, they, yeah. they really pushed it as we're small. Yeah, yeah, they were really small, like, asset flip stuff on Steam for a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's interesting. Having gotten that out of the way, Bob, you are now permitted to talk about the Nindies. Okay, I'll try and go through this quickly. Okay. Um, we finally got a release time period for Oblitz. Oblitz is real? Yeah, Oblitz is coming out this summer. Whoa. Tosha's gonna awaken she's like asleep but we said ooblets is real and she will just erupt um Alakhead is coming to switch if, if you haven't seen this, this is like a single person developer any sort of style puzzle platformer that's 2d where you play as a little robot yeah, i who think, tears it, his own I think head it's off. on uh pc already yeah, yeah it's, it's on, on hio it was one of the games that slipped through my fingers and i couldn't play it in time for game of the year i was upset uh i'm glad it's coming to a console yeah i hope it comes to more stuff but hey so, which would probably be fine for this. I don't see it being something that just won't want run well or something. No, no, it should be fine. Hopefully. Um, I also, this is the first time I heard about Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Uh, it's coming out to Switch this summer. It already came to PC like two years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically get to make these armies of like 100 warriors from different time periods, like Vikings, Samurais, Knights. And they all wobble around at each other trying to fight. And you, you just watch them do that. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like their body is trying to maintain being erect. So you just see their <laughs> hips and shoulders counteracting each other and bobbing constantly in order to walk. And it's like, man, if walking is that hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, this looks really neat watching this trailer for it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this trailer's running man. on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. What were you going to say for you? When, when are we going to get like the big money uh, reboot of Torah Bash? Bob, what, what is Torah Bash? Bash? I'm going to look it up. Oh, oh you've never. You've ne- oh, my God. How did you oh, awaken that in me? That's Torah like Bash the- was this really ancient PC game where you have like a um, like a man made of like balls, like almost like an artist's figure that they pose mm-hmm. to draw. And you like put in each joint movement and try to kick the other person's head off. This is how old Torabash is, Bob. Okay. I typed Torabash in on YouTube, or rather Google, and one of the first things that comes up is Markiplier. I think that tells you everything. This oh, came wow. out in March of 2006. Wow. Yeah, I totally missed this. It, it was cool because, like, you kick the head off the joint and then the blood shoots out of, out of it everywhere. Um. Oh, yeah. Something actually pretty interesting that was totally new to this direct. Indie World, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Gumbrella. Yeah. This is being published by Devolver Digital. 
It's like a 2D action platformer that's got a noir aesthetic. You play as this this kind of chunky dude uh, with a, a umbrella that is a shotgun. And it seems like you solve puzzles and just do general action platforming. It looks pretty neat. Uh, nice pixel art. It's like the guys who did Gato Roboto. Uh, so doink soft. soft. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> Next thing was uh, they showed off Silt. It comes out in June. It's a 2D adventure game where he plays a diver who can possess different sea creatures to solve puzzles. It's all got hand-drawn sort of backgrounds and aesthetic to it. It looks kind of neat. It might be good. I'm kind of getting flashbacks to... Uh, God, what's that other developer digital one that like looks really artsy and was just kind of a bad platformer? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> oh, well. moving on like gris yeah gris oh that was devolver yeah i think that was devolver yeah i didn't know it was devolver so i was like what what's artsy the artful escape no 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 one remembers that at all so i picked gris yeah (laughs) yeah i'm hopeful for this to have better like puzzles and stuff because it looks like they were already showing more interesting stuff in that trailer just show how how you possess different like eels and stuff that they could do something more than you saw in gris okay um then i saw mini motorways mini motorways mini motorways yes it it came out when they released indie world it looks kind of neat it's like a thing where you set up roads and it's like sim city but it's all just about setting up traffic flow i'm like okay that could be good okay so it's top down 2d yes that looks like okay yeah i'm trying to check out this trailer yeah you just build up city of roots oh man yeah this looks really cool I wonder how it controls on a controller. Because it was on PC before. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. That sort of thing is always hard to translate. Yeah. Unless you're SimCity on the SNES, which is perfect. (laughs) Then the uh, the big show closer, basically, was Another Crab's Treasure. Mm. Uh, This is made by Agro Crab. Yeah. The guys who did Going Under. Mm-hmm. and had a really good PR person who suddenly disappeared. Mm. Uh, why'd you have to bring that <laughs> because up? Because that's literally the that... only reason I knew the studio existed. Uh, but it's a <laughs> self-proclaimed Souls-like. So you play as a crab. It's a fully 3D game. Uh, you get different shells for him because he's like a hermit crab who's lost his shell. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that they're like, it's now, Souls-like. Now, then they come yeah, back to that they scribble and say, it's a shells-like. Um, they also make a giant enemy crab joke. Oh, yeah, because that's got yeah. guys. You can't do that anymore. That joke that 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 joke can vote. <laughs> like you need to let that one. You need to let that one stay da- down. No, we love crabs. We can't stop. <laughs> Just make a crab crab rave joke. No, <laughs> if you get through this game and there isn't one crab rave joke, but there's a giant enemy crab joke. Well, they make it, the developers themselves make it, so it might not be in the game. Trophy. Yeah, it's probably a trophy. No, dude, the, this, is, this is the studio where their last game was, you go into a mine that's just about the cool S. There will be these jokes. It will be in this game. Uh, yeah, this is on my radar. I'm excited for this. I really, I, I platted going under, and I thought that that was pretty solid, where it's 3D roguelike that uses Zelda Z-targeting. It actually felt good. Yeah, hopefully well, this will uh, be good. Yeah, yeah, like their last game didn't sell at all, and I felt bad for for them. They actually had to like cut support of things they wanted to add 
Yeah, uh, they actually like, opened this. Started on this. This with the yeah. Going under didn't sell well, so now we're selling out and um, making a game everybody wants. Uh, they want crabs because their studio is <laughs> named Crab. Or, uh, yeah, or that is crab. true. All, the, all of their tweets do numbers when it's about crabs. I was like, okay, well, maybe this will work. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, re- I respect your hustle in that way. And that's it for the indie world. They went they went on to show like a big showcase of other junk that was just, okay, it's already on other platforms and we don't yeah. even want to spend more than like 20 seconds on it um just to be clear that that last game we talked about is coming out next year yes yes yeah. and so is yeah. gunbrella both of those are 2023 games i thought gunbrella just came out on Skullgirls. <laughs> we're moving on to feel <laughs> okay uh first i'm gonna first i'm gonna be mean oh my god um, oh uh gamefly is selling new copies of babylon's fall because they bought them to rent it and nobody rented it it's yeah. like the oxygen was sucked out of the room. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought of this situation for them, man. Are they at least discounting uh, it? <laughs> yes, it's 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 down to thirty dollars, which uh, still, <laughs> still too much. Yeah, yeah. May, may, maybe uh, may, maybe maybe cut ninety percent more off of that. Uh, EA has lost the FIFA license. EA Soccer will be called <laughs> EA Sports FC, mean as in football club starting next year i, I do wonder because surely fifa still wants to have games with fifa on the title so i wonder like are they going to give uh i was gonna say pest but konami renamed it to something fucking horrible they did last year E-football. so are they are, are they going to give it to them i, I, maybe, I but think they, isn't fifa making their own developer to make their own games is, wasn't that some news know. story we t- talked about last year? Yeah, I think that was like they realized they can just like do that. I I have to wonder if they'll uh, just probably pursue mobile market. Like if that's what they'll be like, they'll they'll do. I, I the console one makes so much money though, so I can't imagine they would just stop. Yeah, apparently they said we're working with other developers to launch more football games. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. And just so it's clear. uh when EA announces, they're like, "Yeah, we're still gonna have every play- all the players and everything you know from FIFA. It just won't have the FIFA on the on the label." And it's like, "Oh, so what? Not much is changing, I guess." Bob, you don't know uh, anything except- about crazy sport people. <laughs> yeah, like Bob, they the FIFA in this article I'm reading has already said we're going to we're, there will not be a year gap. Oh my god! All right, I, I'm imagining so, some so scenario. So, I'm seeing like forty percent loss in sales for the yeah no if they if they go on and make their own absolutely that everyone will just move over and plus they'll get two years to work on it instead of one year or half a year or whatever EA has to do wow (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking about how crazy it would be if um it came out and they're like yeah two K got it this time (laughs) and then EA shits themselves because because two K is already like making uh, some NFL stuff now. That that's not a sim now, so I I can see them finally pushing back and trying to get some of these sports licenses after being second string on basically everything that isn't the basketball one. Uh, Gotham Knights dropped last gen versions entirely. It's now next gen exclusive. Uh, they they also dropped thirteen minutes of gameplay footage, which they shouldn't have done. Why is that? I get I. I guess they should. I guess they had to show us eventually. Uh, now, Dan. Uh huh. 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of how to describe this. Imagine if THQ Nordic made Spider-Man for PS4. Oh, that's the energy it has. Um, yeah, it, I. Uh, it looked better when they showed it, it two years ago. As I as I said on yes, Twitter, it I wasn't gonna watch the trailer, right? Uh huh. But mm. just now, because we're talking about it, just now, oh. I I just go. I need to see any frames. So I boot up the trailer. I cut over a minute in. You know, Nightwing or whoever is just writing down. Okay, this Robin is just writing down on some hang glider because, of course, uh huh. Yeah, lands. And then the com the melee combat starts, and I now understand why Bob earlier said he just slides into frame. And I'm like, what do you? Yeah, it's like the worst. It's like the worst, like snapping into animations I've seen in a while. Like this, this, this is like bad seventh gen tier of snapping into the animations. It just it doesn't I look like it will control well or looks good. So I don't. It looks so bad. Yeah. Also, yeah, it runs at thirty, which is like, insane. Like, why? Why next gen exclusive and runs at thirty is a little strange. It looks about the same as Arkham Knight, if not worse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm wa I'm watching it again, just just as we talk about it. This is two tiers below Avengers in, in just how bad this this looks from like yeah, combat. Uh, uh, where it, like, they're yeah. magnetizing and slip sliding across the room. Avengers had like some combat tech, and things looked like they hit their target. This is this is like really rough. I was interested enough in this game that I was willing to try it, and this killed me dead. And it's not often that a trailer kills me dead like that. Oh my god! Unless it's like Babylon's Fall. In this 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 mission they're showing, it's a run up to a thing, hold square, and fight people off mission. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, so. Oh my god! Like I'm like, come on! They, they, I was willing to accept like a seven in terms of like all the expectations for your game experience. And, and this like went under in a way that I really wasn't expecting at all. This is really bizarre. Oh. I have to actually ask this because I'm this confused looking at this. This this isn't Rocksteady, right? They're doing the other one? Right, they're doing... No, they're, yeah, doing, no, they're doing, doing Suicide Squad Montreal. Kills the Justice and, th and this is the people who made the in-between year of the art. Yeah. Is it yeah. also the people who did the uh, uh, Miller's games? No, no, that's monolith. I, yeah, okay. that's monolith. That's the people who made fear. Right. Yeah, this is yeah. this is the Montreal studio that made the in between years for the Arkham games. I which which means this is the they've been they've been trying to get a game out forever because Arkham Origins was forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember there were years of like rumors about this game. They did teasers for this game a year and a half before the first announcement trailer. Like, this game has had a troubled development thing of they're like, here's some Court of Owls teasers. And then we're like, it'll be at the Game Wars. And then it just wasn't, or E3. Man, I wonder if making four playable characters was too much for them. Four playable <laughs> characters and a gear system. Yeah. They seemingly couldn't make one playable character just looking at it. By yeah. Also, also, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, the Batman has come out. So if you're trying to ship a Batman game where every dude who are who like in every other DC thing is supposed to be really attractive look like this, you failed the assignment. Like what why does Dick Grayson look so bad? I don't know. Why is Jason Todd like a giant guy who looks like his name is Lunk? 
<laughs> Wait, that was Jason Todd. I was looking at it in the pod once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Jason Todd. <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Sure, whatever. It's like it, this is another one of those situations was do you know how well like WB funneling even even 70% of like Sony money into a new Arkham game? Do you know how many copies that would sell? But it's got to be a Destiny like, yeah. For <laughs> it's got it's the the bit. I'm now I'm after seeing this footage. I'm confused why this game exists because it seems to be the exact same game as Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yeah, that's the thing. Except that, except that game looks more high rent. Yeah, that game looks better. Obviously, um, that's that's not a hard sell. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I, all, all I'm gonna say is the greatest lie the devil ever, devil ever told was that Destiny was the future of video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was really I, hoping just, with this two years of not seeing the game, we'd come back and be like, Oh, they took out the gear system, they're trying to do things to make it more easy to pick up and play with friends. But no, oh. instead it's like this nightmare game. <laughs> this is it, it's what are we probably creature. also gonna follow that trend that I hate with the bad modern superhero game where they're like, Okay. These suits are really bad. <laughs> All the other ones you have to buy with real money as opposed to some of the Marvel stuff like Spider-Man or Guardians where it's like, we have 18 costumes in the game you just find. Because I already saw like uh, the pre-order for the classic costumes for this game and I'm like, oh, those look actually okay. Oh god, they're so ugly. Bob, is this... Is yeah, this, every... This is the, just to, just to <laughs> confirm, so I'm not going insane. Yeah. This guy in front is Jason Todd. Is yes, that, that's a, that's, that's it. Fucking unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they showed last time they showed it off two years ago. They showed Batgirl and the new Robin. Yes. who's also hideous. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is weird. This is really bizarre. <laughs> Was it you feel that said that th- these guys look uglier than Mortal Kombat Nine? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this they, game looks worse than MK Nine. Yeah, it, it it looks it. They look like characters from Saints Row Three. It's weird because <laughs> the environment looks gorgeous from a fidelity yeah. angle. It looks unreal. I was looking and I was like, I would kill for a twisted metal that looked like this. Uh huh. But everything about the character animations and design is just like, whew! You came over here from your CW show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm looking at the 4K. Thing blown up and i'm like this looks the environment looks dope as hell yeah no it looks incredible no wonder it's next gen exclusive yeah then you see them do combat and you're like oh boy yeah i don't yeah, know then- why they have this the weird flip that he does to move around and it just it always looks bad yeah that looks terrible i, I can't handle the Fortnite glider that he has that's funny shit uh, but yeah, where so, as soon as you get off of it, it disappears in one frame. It's it's very bizarre to me that they wouldn't let the studio make another Arkham game because it's it's yeah. foolish, in my opinion, to think no one ever wants to play an Arkham game in, again. When I'm like, especially when the last one you made is Night. Yeah, like this 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 has less market appeal than a normal fucking Arkham game for sure. Because you nobody you're wants to be Batman. Up, man. <laughs> Yeah, no one wants to yeah, play no, as no, Batman. No. Not Kevin Conroy a, Batman. Uh, Who would want that? I, I, I 100% think the entire conceit of this fucking game is like, well, we want to do a co-op thing. How do we solve the issue of everybody would obviously want to be Batman by making him dead? Yeah, that's how both of these 
solve that, uh, right? Both of these solve that by, well, you're playing as the Suicide Squad. Um, and then the other one's like, well, Well, they implied, they implied it's, it's some point in that Suicide Squad, like, one of the various things they said, yeah, eventually we'd add more characters, including the Justice League. <sighs> that doesn't... Uh, yeah, anyway, this is insane. This... Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm closing yeah. that tab. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Uh, deleted Mass Effect Four merchandising implies Shepard survived and is the protagonist of Mass Effect Four. Thank God, common sense won out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so happy for everyone, frankly, except for those those people who are like who are crazy and are like, no, they should it shouldn't be Shepard, and also they shouldn't they they should try to carry over all your choices from the first three games. And I'm like, you're insane people you quotes you here. want this game <laughs> to be bad people. uh now i'm a little confused okay uh you know we were worried that shepherd died do you think the show that's currently running will show shepherd die <laughs> <laughs> what show are you talking about uh, the Is show that the that's Mike happening Myers right one? now with the mckee <laughs> <laughs> Uh, l- l- let's move on. Um, <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> yeah, has master. So, uh, Halo. so, so this isn't really this isn't this isn't really news, but I want to make fun of them. So oh, absolutely. Talk about it. Um, so uh, th- there was a there was there's a website called One Angry Gamer. Um, it was run by a psycho. <laughs> uh, who 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 did like a, a Traders to America list that included like every video game company that ever shipped a game with a gay person. I think the list also had me on it making fun of him on Twitter one time. Um, oh god, that guy. Yeah, it was that guy yes. who actually follows Gigaboots on Twitter. And I was like, dude. Uh, no, he does. F- no, he doesn't, Dan, because mm-hmm. uh, as I learned, he sold the site and ditched early 2020. Mm-hmm. And some some stupid fucking company bought it and has been trying and, 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 and like, we're like, okay, we can make it one notch less offensive and and treat it like and otherwise be a normal site and they instantly lost their entire audience yeah of course right it, it was for uh if you want to see something insane go look at that twitter account and like look at their articles and you can see how they had like a racism style guide where it's like anytime any anytime any company anytime you have to report on any company losing money uh they they, they went woke and got broke because <laughs> it's it, it, it's it's like very obviously somebody working from like a template uh, and the most recent thing they posted is uh we're selling the site does anybody want to buy it please contact us but the thing before that was uh hey guys do you know do you want to work for us we, we're thinking of bringing back things like the revenge list please we're sorry we're we're, we're sorry we, we're sorry we don't think segregation is based please come back uh the enemies list kz oh okay. i just talked about like we need, uh, we're gonna bring, please. We'll bring, we'll we'll be we'll be racist and everything. Please, it'll be just like before. We bought this site, site, and now it's good nothing. old days? Question mark. So so here's the uh, thing. You just reported that uh, they they sold in early 2020, right? That's what I see. That's what I that's what I gathered okay. from looking at it. It can't line. be that early because June 2020 is when all the Black Lives Matter stuff happened. Okay, and I okay, added it must them have saying, been late. Oh, you follow me, you motherfucker. Hey, add me to your trader list and go fuck yourself. And they go, Are you just responding out of anger or are you supporting that movement out of sincerity? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I almost blacked out. See, the funniest thing is uh, the my follow up to that. <laughs> 
<laughs> my follow-up to that is me replying to them going, parsing the events of late is sometimes incredibly complicated. The methods being used to instigate long overdue progress aren't clean and have terrible, regrettable side effects. The only thing that's clear to everyone right now is that your clown closed down your shop. So clearly I inspired them. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It was 2021. (laughs) (laughs) That account still follows me. Please stop. (laughs) It was uh, it was 2021. He sold it and bounced. They deleted almost every single thing the original owner did. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very fucking funny. Um. Uh, Universal Entertainment trademarked Shadow Hearts in Japan. Please, God, give me anything. Give yeah, me that's, anything. That's, that's amazing, right? I did not expect yeah. that. Uh, people are saying maybe it might have something to do with the Sony backwards compatibility thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I've I've never I know nothing about Shadow Hearts. Like at Shadow all. Hearts is cool. It's like it it it's one of the few like PlayStation two JRPG franchises that aren't like final fantasy where I'm like, no, this, this didn't die. This is actually really solid. You made three games that are all real solid. Yeah. I, I hope I'm going to opt into that service anyway. So if, if it shows up there, I'll definitely give it a try, but I hope they, let me explain shadow hearts. It's like kingdom hearts, but even edgier. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> finally, uh, finally just getting it striped from the trough. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- uh, Shadow Hearts 2 is a game where one, you have a character who is an old man with a magical puppet. Ooh. Who's like a it's like a it's like a porcelain doll, like girl doll puppet. Uh to get her new dresses that unlock new elemental powers, you have to get a pair of gay tailors, gay pornography that you find through searching things in the world. Ooh. Um one of the party members is the pr- Princess Anastasia who has escaped her uh, assassination. Uh there is a side quest where you have to fight a bunch of guys going up a giant tower of wrestling rings, and at the top, uh, uh, the great Gama, who was a real guy, uh, who is the mentor of your one of your party members, who is a masked wrestler vampire superhero, uh, is like, okay, we have to fight. Uh, if I whoever loses gets fucked in the ass. That is not hyperbole. That is the text of the game. <laughs> Stop selling me on a video game. I am not. I am not using the slightest bit of hyperbole. Just like the shark's counterattack stuff. One hundred percent legit. <laughs> I forgot to mention it earlier. The fucking the funniest part of the shark's counterattack stuff coming up in Dynasty Warriors Gundam Two is as we're explaining everything that happens in the movie, we hit that part. And Spaceman Spiff goes, "I thought you were exaggerating. This is ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, pl- please, please give me in, give me any Shadow Hearts shit. Ide- ideally, a fucking HD collection. But I will I will also just take being able to play them. Uh, and lastly, uh, fuck Jim Ryan. Uh, specific yeah. for what for what specifically this time? Uh, fuck Jim Ryan for apparently he sent out a fucking company wide email where he gave one quick line saying, "Now guys, don't get upset at people over different opinions over um the Supreme Court's Roe vs Wade ruling." Or, or draft because it actually hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. uh, and then went into five paragraphs about his dogs no 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 it was his cat's birthdays it was uh, cat's birthdays yes. and his desire for a dog yeah his dire desire to one day own a dog and uh, it was really good because apparently some of the Sony employees came back with this is the first time I've ever been upset that someone's talking about 
you know, birth control or um, uh, this abortion stuff. Like, this is ridiculous. I never in my life imagined being pissed over that at Sony. It's like, yeah, no, that's that's insane. Yeah. Every time I hear something from Jim Ryan, it's bad. It's not even like you're only hearing the shitty ones. I look and all I can find are bombs. He's a man of very many ideas. They, they really need someone else who's their public facing person. Jesus. Yeah, they need to replace him. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He just be fully ousted. Just, yeah, just. This is fucking absurd. I, I'm, I'm, ter- I'm terrified to think of what we'll find out once he's gone. Actually, no, wait. The thing was, I never expected to be pissed at someone for telling me about their cat's birthday. That's what the actual line was. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that actually makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Jesus Christ. That's all my news. Okay. I think. Uh, I think. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, Me and Bob took last Friday off so that way we could relocate Gigaboots HQ. Aside from Pokemon Days, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Casey, uh, I'm going to be doing uh, a wonderful Resident Evil 2 uh, death stream because I I just felt the itch and I couldn't just keep waiting for that uh, for that next gen update. And then I'm going to be running a goal that uh, we will hopefully hit for the final death stream. We'll be doing at this current place, which will be Banjo Tooie. I wanted to end uh, where I began with some stupid fucking platformer. Cool. First death stream I did here was Belen Wonderworld. (laughs) I don't want to count the bouncer. The bouncer was too much fun. We fucking enjoyed that. <laughs> it was a good game. That was that was that was good vibe. It's a good game when you get the chain experience bonus, and, and you feel like this game's like based actually. Just ignore every move in the game. <laughs> well, Fuck, if you don't have a functioning that. controller, then you will in fact ignore <laughs> every move in the game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but what if I get this cool super technique? Is like that doesn't sound as good as just hitting triangle. <laughs> have you tried making your punch hit harder? <laughs> You know my policy on being strong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's me. Okay, that's cool. Hey, Phil. I'm going to continue building things with my bare hands. Yo, he didn't tell me he had fucking bare hands. That's like Hulk gloves. Do they just make bare sounds whenever you hit anything? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. If you would like to support us, head on over to www.patreon.com slash gbpodcast where you can get extra podcasts and early access to our anime podcast, Chugging Bleach and Mondo Cool. Head on over there and become a $5 backer or podlord today.